This is where we end up with problems. So what I've actually done is I've introduced, I'm looking at the science, I look at the science around what we should be doing and what we shouldn't be doing. And what I do is I've applied it into a shift working environment and come up with, we need to fast overnight. At the very least, we need to not eat between midnight and 6am. All right. Yeah, I've, I've released an ebook on how to structure the overnight fast. Welcome to the Spiritual Shiftworker Podcast. I'm Lyanne, and I'm so happy that you've pressed play today. This podcast is here to inspire you, but more importantly, to provide you with the tools you may need in order to make a shift in any area of your life. Whether it's a small shift or a big shift, I will be sharing real life stories from incredible humans who have done both. And of course, as a shift worker, we will navigate all the ups and downs of working shifts from nutrition to learning how to ditch the overwhelm to creating more time to do the things that light you up. So grab that Java, sit back and enjoy. Welcome back, beautiful souls. I'm Lyanne. I'm the host of the Spiritual Shift Worker podcast, and this is part three of three. When I first uh, asked Roger Sutherland to be on the podcast, I had no idea that our very first conversation would evolve into two more conversations. And this week's episode is about fasting. And, you know, there's a lot of pros and cons to fasting, depending on where you are in your life, depending on what you do for work, how you work, how you sleep. It's, it's a multifaceted subject. And what I loved about this final installment of the conversation with Roger is that he talks about it in a way that is more applicable if you work shifts, right? So first responders, or you're just working in the middle of the night when your body should be sleeping. So I hope that you've enjoyed this mini series. And even if you're not a shift worker and you're listening to this particular episode, keep in mind everything that what Roger is saying about our circadian rhythm, about what our body does while we're supposed to be sleeping, right? Like when the sun is down, the moon is up, our bodies do a lot of internal work. And so it's important to take all of that into consideration, even if you, you know, aren't a shift worker. So I've had such a great time chatting with Roger. I will going to post the links to the first two uh, parts in the show notes if you haven't had a chance uh, to listen to those other conversations. Roger and I dug deep into all things shift work um, and health in episode one. Uh, and then in part two, we talked all about meditation. And that was what really connected us in the first place. So I hope that you've enjoyed this little mini series and that you connect with Roger um, on Instagram or at his website. He's got lots of amazing resources out there. So without more, more to say, grab that Java. Let's get started. Welcome back, Roger. We are here again with another episode of the Spiritual Shipworker Podcast. This is part three of three with Roger, and we are talking about fasting, uh, particularly for ship workers. And uh, if you've been following along on this series, Roger and I have had a, two really great conversations, one about just nutrition and how to stay healthy for ship workers. And then we talked all about meditation, which is obviously very, very on my heart and was 
is something that everyone should be doing. But wanted to talk today, Rogers, about fasting. So how are you today? I am really, really well. Thank you very much. And thank you so much again for having me on. I do appreciate you. Thank you. I have loved this this little mini series that we've created. I think it's super important. And when we first chatted, we hit these topics that we didn't get time to talk about. So when it comes to shift work, um, I think, you know, times has changed. But I remember, honestly, going to work on night shift and not me so much, but definitely some of my coworkers would have these ginormous meals in the middle of the night along with their double-double coffee, and then maybe they'd go for a greasy breakfast in the morning. Let's get down to the importance of fasting. Now, as a regular person who works nine to five, it's it can be, you know, most people would fast anyway, right? From say 7 p.m. till 6 a.m. But let's talk about the importance of fasting for shift workers. Love it. This is my jam, and this really hits home for a lot of people, right? So what I want to talk about to start off with is let's understand our circadian rhythm, first of all. Now, our circadian rhythm is our body's own internal body clock and how it runs every 24-hour cycle. Now, as we just, as you've just flagged, for a normal nine-to-fiver, we would have dinner or supper at around, you know, six, seven o'clock at night, And then we might have a little snack in the evening and then we would fast right way through till breakfast time. And there's a reason for that because our body has a biological daytime and a biological night. Now, the biological day is when melatonin um, ceases to be produced, which is around about seven o'clock in the morning, six to seven o'clock in the morning. And then we then start, as it starts to get darker, we then get what they call the dim light melatonin onset, which is around about 9 p.m. at night. And then what happens is the body recognises it's getting dark, it's night time, it's time for us to shut down for sleep. Now, when we say shut down for sleep, our body literally goes through a cycle of shutting everything down. It's like shutting, turning the lights off, shutting the door, locking the door, and walking out of the factory at night, all right? So everything does literally shut down. Now, our body, our digestive tract is actually closed down. It's not functioning, right? And it's not functioning properly. And you flagged it. In years gone by, like when you started, and I know certainly when I started, because I started like 39 years ago, we used to have massive cook-ups at three o'clock in the morning and we'd all sit around and we, <laughs> when I think back to that, or even as recently as probably 10 years ago, I was cooking up pasta and bolognese dishes and taking them in and having those at three o'clock in the morning. And what we don't understand is, or what we don't realise in a big way is because our digestive tract is shut down, our body is not literally processing that food at all. It's just going into our system and just sitting in our system and going around our system as the glucose um, uh, in our bloodstream. And then it ends up getting parked as adipose tissue. And this adipose tissue is body fat. And a lot of people will, it'll ring true to a lot of people because since they've started shift work, they've gained weight. Now there's a number of reasons why we actually gain weight because of shift work. But the main reason, well, two main reasons. One is it's poor sleep. That's one, right? Because our body doesn't get a chance to repair and recover. But the other main reason is because we're eating at the wrong times, right? We're putting food into our system when our system 
should be sleeping and resting. It goes into a rest and digest mode. Now, what's really important for people to understand here as well is the fact that you're awake, seeing light, and you're moving around doesn't mean that your system is awake because your normal rhythm is actually to be asleep in the dark time and awake during the light time of your normal cycle. So the key for us as human beings, because we are diurnal, the key for us is even someone who works permanent night shift, like you, you, know, you do two nights, two nights off, two nights, but some people do ridiculous rosters like that. The human being is still a diurnal creature. So it's still going to run on that light because you can't avoid light every single day. And you're going to get natural daylight because those fluorescent lights that we get at night in our office or while we're driving around in the car and we're seeing all the, you know, the city lights and traffic lights, and that's not enough. They're only, it's, it's very, very low lumen and it's not triggering our brain to be awake, right? Or triggering our body to be awake at all. It needs to be sunlight, direct light, like 10,000 lumens of light, which is daylight. Whether it's overcast, whether it's sunny, it's daylight that triggers our um, body clock that we're awake. So what I'm going to talk about here today is the importance of us fasting overnight, because we've got to give our body a break. Now, as a female as well, um, Lianne, you, you will know that um, it, it can be really compromised because you're dealing with an infradian rhythm as well um, and you're dealing with a circadian rhythm and those two have to work in sync. Otherwise, things get really, really agitated through your whole system, right? Yeah. But female digestive tracts are very compromised already. Like the, the female stomach is less acidic to start off with. It empties slower than the male stomach does as well. The digestive tract is actually longer than a male's and the colon is longer and empties slower as well as a male. It literally takes food 14 hours longer to transit a female digestive tract as it does a male. So not only do females and males look different, but they're biologically structured differently internally as well. And have a think about this. Your digestive, your colon is internal, as are your sexual reproductive organs. They're internal as well. Us guys, we're lucky because we've got the internal colon, but our sexual reproductive organs are external. Yeah. Plus, we don't go through that monthly cycle every month as well, where we get highly agitated in the luteal phase of the cycle, where you know you feel like you're having barbed wire dragged through you while you've got an agitated colon because it's got food in it and it's not processing. This is where we end up with problems. So what I've actually done is I've introduced, I'm looking at the science. I look at the science around what we should be doing and what we shouldn't be doing. And what I do is I've applied it into a shift working environment and come up with, we need to fast overnight. At the very least, we need to not eat between midnight and 6 a.m. All right. Yeah. Now I've, I've released an ebook on how to structure the overnight fast, which is on my website. Um, and people can get hold of that and have a look at how to go about structuring it and why we fast. But the most important thing that we do do is we try and eat at the regular times that a nine to five would eat, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But Rog, what about when I'm on night shift? Still have your breakfast, still have your dinner, but you're sleeping during the lunch. Big deal. You miss that. 
But where we as humans make massive mistakes as shift workers is we eat at 10 o'clock in the morning, then we eat at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, then we eat at 9 o'clock at night, and our body's going, oh, my God, when am I supposed to process this? What am I supposed to do? Because we're running on a series of rhythms through everything in our whole body. An analogy that I can actually give you is our brain has an internal body a clock and it's running everything. And let's call that the orchestra of our body. And every single cell and organ in our body has its own clock. Now you imagine the orchestra or the conductor playing the music, but every single different body part in our body has got a different piece of music that it's actually playing. And the conductor's conducting, but everything's playing its own music and it sounds bloody awful. That is literally what we do to our body in shift work. So what we need to do is we need to bring it all in line so that we're all playing the same music on the same page. So what we do is we eat always, always remember that we, the golden rule is to eat at the regular times that a nine to fiver would eat. Eat at breakfast time, eat at lunch time, eat at dinner time. No matter what you're putting in, put them in at those times. Try and wait until those times. Um, to eat if you can, because your body is anticipating that you're going to eat. That's why we get hungry at lunchtime. That's why we get hungry at dinner time. It's not because we haven't had food. It's just because our body is anticipating that this is the time that we're actually going to be having it. So on night shift, when you're going in for your night shift and you're starting at 10 p.m. or 11 p.m., have your main meal before then, like before you go in and then just have something light, like a light snack, you know, just have some like baby bell cheeses and some crackers or have some fruit or something like that overnight. But the problem that we have is we get really tired on night shift, like really tired. And what does our body look for? It looks for instant energy. And what energy does it crave? Highly palatable carbohydrates and fats. That's where we end up at bloody donut king, getting our donuts and our coffee. And that's where we end up just slipping through the 24-hour convenience stores and picking up snacks. Those snacks are causing us massive grief. And as a female, it's causing you even more problems because of your compromised digestive tract already. So not only is it compromised, but it's shut down as well. And you're putting food into it. And that's where the weight gain comes from on shift work. So if you were to just make one simple change and eat at the regular times that a nine to fiver would eat and just have little high protein snacks overnight if you need it. And when I say a high protein snack, a a Greek yogurt with a scoop of protein powder in it is absolutely ideal because you're going to get the protein, you're going to get the sweetness, you're going to get something that just sustains you and gets you through so that you don't get home and then open the pantry and eat yourself out of house and home and then try and sleep on it, which is less than ideal as well. Sorry, I've gone on with that, but that's that's basically it in a nutshell and why we need to fast. Mm, no, I think you've, you've really made it very clear. I think a lot of people don't understand that regardless of like the human body is the human body and yep. that it does specific things at specific times of the day and the night in order to, for us to live optimally, optimally. And yep. when we mess that up, things are going to happen and things aren't going to run as smoothly, the weight gain, the digestive problems, all of that. And for people to understand that like our body is meant to be sleeping, 
Okay. Yeah. And it's meant to be resting, but we can minimize the effects that we're going to do if we just follow the routine as if we weren't awake in the middle of the night. So I think that's great. What, what role does water have to play throughout the night shift? Uh, I think the, the other thing that I hate and your listeners are going to absolutely hate me for this, but <laughs> caffeine we need to stop our caffeine and have our caffeine, the last caffeine, don't hate me for it, but we need to have our last caffeine at midnight yeah. because research is clearly showing now as well, not only, but well, another thing is too, caffeine's a high irritant on our digestive tract, high irritant. And this is another reason why we end up with digestive issues as well. You know, like IBSD, we can end up with diarrhea or we get agitation. You know, in the morning when you wake up and you have your coffee, it's, whoa, it's off to the bathroom time. So, and this is happening to us as well um, overnight by drinking caffeine on a system that's shut down. So mm -hmm. I highly recommend that people cut down the caffeine and then drink as much water as they can possibly get going through their system. Whether it be, I mean, I'm not talking about just chugging water all the time, but shift workers need to have higher hydration, particularly our ladies, to keep that digestive tract clear, keep it flushing, keep it moving all of the time so that we're not left with undigested food sitting through our digestive tract that's just gonna end up getting parked as body fat because it doesn't know where to go or it's sitting in the colon waiting to be expelled right next to sexual reproductive organs, which are already agitated because we're at that time of the month, which is causing us problems as well. So the two of them are combating for space. But by keeping the water going through and having a high fibre diet, high fibre to keep the yes. system moving and also the water to keep the water, keep it moving through, you feel like a ballerina. Like you're honestly, you just feel like a ballerina. But I'll tell you this as well, Lyanne. This is what the feedback that I get from not only clients, but from followers that are following my guidebook in relation to this is how quickly they're coming out of night shift, feeling so much better coming out of it. They bounce out of it. Like I don't know what your department does, but you know, here they do seven nights in a row. And, you know, they're getting into quite a rhythm, but people are finding that they're bouncing out of these night shifts so much better because their system isn't bogged down with, well, I've just used the word, isn't it? It's not bogged down, literally. Um, and the body is running nicely. It's running well. We're putting the food in at the right times. So just to nutshell it, the way to structure the overnight fast is pretty simple, that we try and eat at the normal breakfast, lunch and dinner time. We have a snack or something that's voluminous going into the fast, protein, carbs, and fats, more protein and carbohydrates so that it keeps us full because of the fiber. And the protein keeps us satiated. So, you know, you could still have your stew or your curry or your chili or something like that that you have at 9 or 10 o'clock at night. It's got to be something to sustain you overnight. Yeah. But if you do get hungry or you're a person, until you can master the fast with water, lack of caffeine and water, then what will happen is you'll find that you'll get through it. But if you can't master the fast to start off with, you know you're going to get hungry around four, five o'clock. You know that you're going to be looking for that sweet treat. That's not the time to stop and get a chocolate bar. That's the time to rip the lid off your, your Greek yogurt with your scoop of protein powder in it and have that with a handful of berries or something like that in it. So you get the sweetness, you get the fiber, you actually get the, the protein. And 
that will keep you going until you get home. And then you just have a small breakfast, which is just oats and, um, or, you know, oatmeal and um, protein powder um, and just have those mixed together and then go to sleep on that. And because you haven't been digesting all night and you haven't had caffeine for nine hours, right, which is what we need to look at now, and you've just been chugging water and your system is running nicely, you'll sleep like a baby. You'll sleep so well because there's no strain on your system in any way whatsoever. Mm, yeah, that's the thing. I think people, uh, I know, like, again, it. I haven't been out, like, seven night shifts is a long time. That's a long rhythm to get into. Yeah. I know the max that we do is three nights, uh, three nights here. And, yep. and it's a two-week period of night shift, but it's, the max is three. But I think really truly believe that this is information that needs to get out there and I'm so grateful for you Roger for what you're sharing because so many shift workers they don't know yet and you I I always forget right when we're in this world that everybody knows what we know but they don't and I I appreciate what you're doing and getting this information out and that you're sharing all your knowledge through your own experience and I will definitely make sure to put in the show notes so that people can find your guidebook yep. and anything else that, you know, you'd love to share with the listeners just when it comes to being able to thrive on shift work. Yeah. Yeah. I think with the, the one thing that I wish I'd learned before, uh, there's two things that I wish I'd learned when I first started. If I had someone stand in front of me before I started in law enforcement, if they gave me two tips in life, I wish that these were the two tips. Number one, you focus on sleep as an utmost priority. End of story. There is no argument. You just focus on sleep. Nothing else in life is as important as focusing on sleep for what it actually brings us in relation to so many things hunger hunger and, and um, satiety. Um, the body repairs itself. It improves our immunity. It, it just rests and refreshes us. The whole body is recovering and it's not stressed. That's the first one. I wish I'd known that sleep was as important as it is because we always go with, oh, I'll sleep when I'm dead. It doesn't really matter. Well, you are actually killing yourself. So you're heading there faster. That's number one. And number two is I wish I understood more about the circadian rhythm and its function and to not flip our meals to overnight. We don't go off to work with our hot pack, with our stew and have that at three o'clock in the morning. That's diabolical for us. Um, We really do need to eat at regular times, get early light every day. We need to reset that circadian rhythm and we need to get early light. Not when we're coming home from night shift, we don't want the light then. But on every other shift, going to bed and getting up as close as we can to the same time, even when we're on day shift and we're on afternoon shift, we can still go to bed within a few hours of each other at both ends. We can. We just have to make an effort to do that. And that is the secret to thriving and not just surviving while you're doing shift work. I love all of it. I love these are definitely things that I wish I had known as well 23 years ago, for sure. Yeah. Um, thank you so much, Roger. I have thoroughly enjoyed our conversations and I I know there's probably tons more that we can think about. So who knows, maybe there'll be another mini series in the future, but um, I will put everything in the show notes. And again, just remind listeners where they can find you uh, and follow you. 
Of course. Um, the first thing that they can do is if they would, they could go to ahealthyshift.com, all one word, ahealthyshift.com. On that website, I've got blogs there that can help people and guide people in relation to round shift work. Um, my one-to-one coaching is also there if people are looking for that. I'm an online coach, so I will coach people worldwide, no problems. Unique to their own personal situations, as in your own shift work pattern, your own social life, your own home life, and we work in with all of that and we work around that. Um, I also were on Instagram at a underscore healthy underscore shift. What I do is I, and I've got my own podcast as well, which is called A Healthy Shift. And what I do is I keep abreast of the science and I look at the the current research and what research is being released. And then I can break it down and I can actually put it into a real life based on my own experience shift working scenario as to how it would work for us shift workers. So thank you so much again for giving me the opportunity to spread the word. Yes, thank you. It is so important. Um, and I know that there's just so many more people that we're going to be able to reach between the two of us. So I appreciate you. And if you have loved this episode as much as I have enjoyed speaking to Roger, make sure you share it with someone who needs to hear this today. Thanks, Roger. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here with me today. If you love this episode, make sure you subscribe and share it with someone who you think would love it too. And a five-star review helps get the Spiritual Shipworker podcast out to those that need it most. I can't wait to connect with you online, so make sure you follow me on Facebook at The Spiritual Shipworker and on Instagram at Lianne McGaughy. It's time to enjoy the shift, one breath at a time.